2: Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the Green Zone. Oh my! He is the fattest man in the NFL. This is the
3: Green Zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSN, the V-CEN. sports betting network.
4: It is the Green Zone presented by Bet MGM Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds as we are in the second quarter here in the late window of afternoon games in the NFL. Only three games to choose from here, uh, but right now with the Broncos with that 14-0 lead, uh, they're looking good against the Chargers. The Packers 7-0 over the Rams. We're going to discuss something with Tank Williams here in one second, and uh, all knotted up in the Bay as the Niners going to stop on the Vikings and get the football back Is that game is knotted up at 7. Let's go back out to Tank Williams, watching the Rams and the Packers. Now, Tank, look, this is what I was talking about. I'm not the old guy in the room that says you got to punt it on 4th and 1 every time, but I do look at risk-reward. And when I see boy genius Sean McVay at his own 30, go for it on 4th and 1 when they don't run the ball very well and they're kind of soft up front as we talked about with that offensive line, and you don't get it I mean, Tank, to me, the risk-reward, it's just too great of a risk with very little reward, even if you got it at
5: your own 30. Things where you blame it on analytics. Because, like, I agree with going going for deep in your territory at times, but you have to be able to read the room. Like, sometimes you'll be at dinner and you'll be like, all right, like, with this crowd that I'm sitting with, a dirty joke may be appropriate. And yes. then when you're sitting with a different crowd, it's like, all right, maybe I need to come with something corny. But, like, you have to be able to read the room. Like, if you're reading the room of the past few weeks, your team is soft, and you're not going to be able to just try to run it down their throat. They're going to be teed off and ready for you. So, when you already have, like, this negative momentum going against you, the physicality of your team, and especially your run game, you do not go for it there and give the Packers the ball deep in your end zone to have an opportunity to go up 14-0. It makes zero sense whatsoever. I'm
4: right there with you. It looks like the Rams are going to hold and uh, force a field goal attempt by Mason Crosby. But, to me – that's three points going the other way oh. if this kick is good that to me is not even worth worth the risk.
3: Well, I'm gonna disagree with you okay. here a little bit, Dave, because I don't mind the decision. I think you're kind of focusing on the result. When it doesn't work, it's like, okay, it was a bad decision. Mm. I don't like the play call. Okay. Look, one, 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 one it, of though. the one of the things that these teams don't do is they don't use a quarterback sneak. Has Tom Brady not shown for like the last 15-plus years, that's almost basically a free first down if you know how to do it and can do it just at the exact right moment, which he can. You would think a guy like Matthew Stafford would know that. And they don't sneak it, and they hand it off to Henderson. He gets stopped in the backfield. So I don't necessarily mind the decision there. I mind the play call, and that's really what I often have the most trouble with. I don't have trouble – going
4: for it early in your own territory. Okay, I just, look, I'm not, it's not so much the result for me, it is the decision for me, and at some point, uh, to to what Tank was talking about with what you don't do well, and I see your point, maybe you try something else, that you do a little bit better if you're Sean McVay, and get imaginative with that fourth down play call, but to me, when you're already down 7 nothing deep in your own end, it only costs you three points, so it's 10 nothing Green Bay right now, but boy, sometimes you can lose those games. We saw it in Baltimore, mm-hmm. when the Chargers were on the road, they went for it deep in their own territory didn't get it in the second quarter, and that game was essentially over from that point on. Green
3: Bay minus 6.5, even money, 44.5 now on the total at BetMGM. But I do like those debates because I I think those
4: are the type of debates that that certainly coaches no, and, need to have.
3: And 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 look, I'm not one of those guys because I think what we fall into is now on social media, it's all or nothing. It's Correct. like you gotta be analytics all the time, or it's like you never played the game, you That's can't right. go by that. So, you know, it's never gotta be one extreme or the other. But you know, Sean McVay took a chance, only gave up three points, Greg Gaines gets a big stop on third down
4: though. And to Tank's point about reading the room, there's certain jokes I'm gonna tell to my parents. That uh, certainly would be a little bit more G-rated than I would with my friends. I think that's the point there. Let's get back at the Ben Foxies He's over at South Point watching right now the Chargers and the Broncos. And the Chargers find themselves in an early hole, Ben, but it looks like they're finally trying to get their offense on track.
6: Guys, we have two teams playing in this game now. It's not just the Broncos. <laughs> we actually have the Chargers have come to play. Uh, really nice throw, a, a third and five. Justin Herbert through Mike Williams. Uh, open basically but they called for a first down they called offensive pass interference Imagine. made a third and 15 really nice throw by Justin Herbert to pick up the first down and that seems early for kind of a game saving first down but they really needed that with the defense being on the field for so long I think the Broncos had 10 or 11 first downs so the Chargers zero Completely controlled the game. A uh, couple nice third-down conversions now for the Chargers as they're finally getting in a rhythm. It's only their third possession of the game. It's, it's a game that's been dominated by the Broncos, and really the Chargers have to find a way to stop that running game, or it's all going to be for naught.
4: Yeah, I, it's really interesting when I watch Justin Herbert play. And, and there are certain games, and certainly you go back earlier in the year and you watch the Kansas City game, and you go, you know, that's the one Brandon said, you want to go for it? Yeah, let's go for it. And everybody fell in love with that game. And you, you go, Justin Herbert is not taking a step back in year number two. There is no regression. Wes, are you seeing any regression from the big fella from Morgan? I don't know if it's a regression. I just think now you got film on him because,
3: look, uh, he was not the original starting quarterback nope. last year for the Lightning Bolts and then kind of came on. Remember that game against Kansas City where they were way overmatching? Kansas City at that point was on fire yes. and looked unbeatable. And they should have beaten Kansas City in that early game last year, wasn't able to get it done. That's like, hey, now this Justin Herbert kid maybe can play. And then eventually Anthony Lynn, who's now in Detroit as an assistant coach, as the offensive coordinator, made him the starter. I think that was probably the right move. But I don't know if it's really regression. I just think it's kind of like development where, Mm. you know, teams now know how to defend you and kind of pick up on your tendencies because they watch film too. So, it's just kind of an, an evolution of a player. You know, you can't be the same guy as you came into the league, no. and Justin Herbert's finding that out. But I don't think the season has been bad by any stretch. I no. mean, look, he's tied for fifth in the National Football League with most touchdown passes.
4: All right, so, so far, they've got a third down here. Uh, might be two down territory if they don't get it here, kind of in that no-man's land between the 30 and the 40 of Denver. Let's go back out to Sean Green watching the Vikings and the 49ers out there at Santa Clara. And uh, after a good start for the, for the Vikings – Looks like the Niners get back in with that tying touchdown. What's the latest now, Sean?
7: Yeah, you know, uh, not a lot of scoring there. It's still tied 7-7. Uh, for me, the story of the game so far seems 49ers ability to limit the Vikings offensive stars. Dalvin Cook, five carries, nine yards. Justin Jefferson yet to uh, record a catch. Adam Thielen is the lone bright spot uh, so far for Minnesota, three for 35 and a touchdown. So I, I think they came into a you know into this game with a plan of hey, we're going to shut down Jefferson. We're going to shut down Cook and we're going to make Cousins be us with Thielen, and uh, you know, looks like off to a pretty decent start here. All right, so 7-7 there as they go to
4: the second quarter in Santa Clara. We just had a game-changing potentially play in Lambeau Field. Mm-hmm. And Speaking of Jefferson, how about this Jefferson, Van Jefferson, for the Rams. I'm going to go back out to Tank Williams here uh, for the Rams and Packers, and it looked like you get single coverage for Matt Stafford. He's going to take a chance, and this time it
5: paid off. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was getting ready to say Matthew Stafford seems a little bit off because he missed a wide open Tyler Higby the play before. But then you get man-on-man coverage, somebody vacates the post. Then you have Van Jefferson streaking like Frank the Tank down the middle of the field. And that's how you get healthy real quick in the NFL. Big gap plays, big, big splash plays. And so I mean I think this also speaks to what the Rams need to do. Like you're talking about their defense earlier and how the defense really hasn't lived up to the hype, but they're built like the Indianapolis Colts when they had Peyton Manning. They need to play from the lead. You get all those monsters coming off and rushing the passer, and then that's how they recap and create turnovers. So what they need to do is get this pass game back together like they're doing right now, connect on big plays at Jefferson, Cooper Cup, OBJ, play with a lead, and then you unleash the hounds on opposing quarterbacks. That's when the Rams will be back in front and one of the leaders in the NFC. But that's, what, that's the identity that they need to find.
3: Yeah, and Van Jefferson went streaking all the way down to the quad through the gymnasium, seventy-nine yards. By the way, that was an absolute dime for Matthew that Stafford. Was. For all the criticism he gets and whatnot, that guy throws about as pretty of a ball in the National Football League. And now that it's ten to seven, minus two and a half for Green Bay, minus a buck thirty at BetMGM, fifty and a half your total.
4: Okay, and I mentioned in the Denver game there, it looked like it might be four down territory for the Chargers. It in fact was four down territory, but they didn't get it. Fourth and two, try to run a slant there, and uh looked like that ball was knocked away. So the Broncos, right now, up 14-0 on the Chargers, and maybe a bit of a surprise here with the Chargers. Again, pre-flop two and two-and-a-half yeah. at MGM. Uh, right now, it's all Denver all the time. Yeah,
3: nice play by Ronald Darby to knock that ball away from Keenan Allen. They were trying to just hit him there on the left side in the flat. No good. Denver's going to take that over first and 10 from their own 35 The Chargers, by the way, getting 6.5, minus 105 at BetMGM, 45.5 on the total juice of the under.
4: Okay, and it looks like Minnesota might have had a big play here to Justin Jefferson, but let's see. There's a penalty flag as well. So he got wide open. I wonder if they're going to call a pick play on this one here, which could negate a rather large play for the Vikings. We'll figure out. That's uh, gotta that be is. that's
3: gotta be holding on the defense. So he absolutely <laughs> grabbed Justin Jefferson's jersey.
4: Little tug there. So the Vikings that, that play does hold up. I believe it's his first
3: catch. It's a 30-yarder there. 49ers secondary, by the way. They still Mm. are the most penalized secondary in all of the league. A lot of pass interferences, a lot of holdings, and uh, Kirk Cousins stays in there as uh, two 49er defenders, including Nick Bosa, meet just behind the quarterback, and uh, Nick Bosa now walking on the sideline. We'll see if we can get an update on that.
4: Boy, maybe even a bigger development there if Nick Bosa can't get back into that game. That is a mash unit right now for the 49ers defensively, so let's see if Kirk Cousins and company can take advantage as they continue this drive now down around the 30-yard line, inside the 30-yard line here, 1st and 10 Jefferson. wants It's dude's
3: really good, Justin Jefferson. I think people maybe don't see this team because it's like, ah, it's a middle team. You know, it's oh, not one of the featured teams. Gosh, he is really good. And, he, I mean, that was going to be about a three-yard gain that he turned into a easy first down. You know, it's
4: interesting because I know that Viking backers a couple years ago when they traded Stephon Diggs away to Buffalo for a first-round pick, they said, why in the world would you get rid of Steph Diggs? Mm-hmm. They drafted Justin Jefferson mm-hmm. with that pick. Now, again, they save money in the process, and Steph Diggs got the big contract to go to Buffalo. This kid is every bit as good well, as Stephon. Diggs well, right my now.
3: Philadelphia brethren that I follow a lot, uh, Philadelphia makes up a lot of sports betting Twitter. If you haven't figured that out, Dave, they're upset and having Byers' remorse drafting Jalen Rager over oh, Justin oh,
4: Jefferson. Oh, you mean because of that drop today by Rager, which could have saved prob- the game?
3: That probably helps at uh,
4: the goal that line. Byers' remorse. yes. yeah, because that was actually a good play by Jalen Hurts today, one of his few, and Rager did not get that catch. And you watch Jefferson lighting it up. For Minnesota, so they're knocking on the door. We've got updates, odds changes as they progress. We'll give you all the updates right here. It's the Green Zone on Visa, and the Sports Betting Network. Football season—it's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today, or stop by a MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly if you have a problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Dave Ross onside. West Reynolds, week number 12 of the NFL here on the Green Zone on Beeson. We've got points in Green Bay and also points out at Santa Clara, but no points for those Chargers right now. Still stuck in the mud, down 14-0 against Denver. I do believe right now, let's get back out to Sean Green. He is watching the Vikings and the Niners in Santa Clara, and Sean, Pretty good-looking drive there by KC8 and the boys.
7: Yeah, you like that? Well, if you bet on the <laughs> Vikings, I, I I think you're certainly liking that. And I knew I know you threw out uh, Cousins as a 66-1 MVP, bet, certainly helping his odds here in the second quarter. They're out to a 14-7 lead. Got another uh, touchdown pass to Adam Thielen, although uh, Justin Jefferson also came alive. On that last drive, two catches for 45 yards. He's back in the mix. His uh, over for receiving yards also alive as well. Dalvin Cook hasn't been doing much, but a great drive by the uh, Vikings and Cousins. Yeah, again, Sean. I you know Jay Z said it right. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie.
4: 23 touchdowns, two picks. You got a pre-flop today, sixty-six to one. That's not going to be there yeah. at the end of today.
3: Cousins, identical cousins, identical touchdowns right now to Adam Thielen. A pair already, fourteen to seven. Vikings, Vikings minus two and a half, fifty-seven and a half on the in-play total.
4: I like that because I did back the Vikings today and took that three and a half points. But again, you know, you can hate on Kirk Cousins all you like. I understand why it's not a primetime game, so maybe this is a good spot, but. His numbers so far this year are undeniable. He's at least got to be in the conversation. We'll see where that number drifts to. We're going to do some market watches a little bit later, market moves to see where some of these plays have gone. Let's go back out to Tank uh, Williams watching the Rams and the Packers. You always throw a little bit of that good juju on the over. It looked like a dead underplay, but all of a sudden, Tank, the offenses are waking up.
5: Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is throwing dimes. Basically, that's what it is. I mean, he caught the Rams defense trying to disguise cover three, had him hooked up with four verts, and so in the safety, couldn't, you know, take the right angle to the play. Aaron, I mean, uh Randall Cobb gasses him for 50 yards and gets him in, you know, into the red zone. Unfortunately, they just come away with the field goal. Actually, I think, you know, I'm a former defensive back. I kind of think that was pass interference. Uh, on Randall Cobb on that third down the way they throw flags these days. But it wasn't called, so they have to settle for a Mason Crosby field goal. But looks like that Packers offense is getting their mojo going. We have to see if Matthew Stafford and the Rams can respond.
4: Yeah, it's interesting because, Tank, everything feels like a pass interference uh, penalty these days. I'm one of those guys, even though I back the Packers, where I like to see them play a little bit more. So that doesn't bother me just as a, as a football fan in general. But, yeah, it's really hard to gauge sometimes when you're looking at which side to bet or even the totals here with so many pass interference penalties that we see all the time every week in the NFL.
3: Yeah, neither team has been able to get the running game going either, so we might see a lot more passing in this game. Packers, by the way, minus 3.5, minus a dollar five at BetMGM, 51.5 current total. You want to go the money line route, Rams plus 145, Pack minus 175.
4: I just looked up and saw Justin Herbert take a really bad sack as he spun around and spun himself into the ground, and the Broncos' defense right now sitting all over these guys. Again, only three and a half minutes to go here in the first half. And the Chargers already getting shut out, 14-0 in this one. So we've seen some games that were kind of over by Mm halftime. This would really surprise me if Denver, uh, right now having their way with this Chargers offense, which looks anemic at best. Well, look, when a lot of people thought
3: that Denver traded Von Miller, they're like, oh, my God, they're punting on the season. Right. You know, here Waving we the flag. go. Yeah, they're absolutely – I mean, they weren't going to be able to sign him as a free agent with the amount of money it was going to require to keep him. By the way uh, – Bradley Chubb, welcome back. He is go. back for the Denver Broncos. This is a team that does have a lot of depth in terms of pass rushers.
4: And it's going to be fourth down. They're going to have to punt. Let's go back over to Ben Falks. He's over at South Point watching this game. And, Ben, I just look at the Charger offense and I go, what is going on with this unit? Is Austin Eckler doing anything? Is Mike Williams doing anything? Is Justin Herbert doing anything? They've got names, but right now they have no results. <laughs>
6: Yeah, guys, they have so much talent on offense that there really isn't a great excuse, right? They just haven't executed right now. And the Broncos defense has them kind of out of sorts. They also just haven't had that many possessions. Broncos have really had the ball. And with that rushing attack, Chargers defense did force a punt on the last possession. Uh, Just a quick update as well. Teddy Bridgewater did go to the locker room. They're calling it a lower leg injury. He's officially questionable. But generally when they go back to the locker room, that's probably not a good sign for him coming back. So probably is gonna be Drew Locke the rest of the game, which of course means if you bet that Teddy Bridgewater over passing yards prop, you're probably gonna not cash that, gonna stay under. But right now Broncos just kind of dominating the game and the total's come down a bit from that pregame total, I think sitting around forty and a half. I might look a play to the under, potentially. The Chargers just haven't done anything right now in offense. And
4: that's interesting, Ben, and I'm glad you made the point there about the quarterback change here with Drew Locke, because I'm sitting here, and right now the live number, you can get the Chargers plus six and a half. Now, they are down 14 nothing, but you trust Drew Locke the rest of the way, Wes. I wonder how much Vic Fangio and that offense changes without Teddy Two Gloves in the game.
3: Well, you would think that they're going to run the ball a little bit more. And actually – uh. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is really that much of a better runner necessarily than Drew Locke, obviously more apt at not turning the football over. And that's why he went up, ended up winning the job in summer camp. But look, uh, You're going to see, I think, a lot of the Gordon and Javante Williams. That's what Denver does. They can run the football. They've always run the football well, no matter who the coach is. Uh, And uh, meanwhile, I've got my eyes here in Lambeau Field. I believe we may have a turnover. Randall Cobb. Waiting to see what the officials do. Randall Cobb does not get that punt. He muffs the punt. Looks like the Rams may have the football.
4: Could be a huge break for the Rams before they try to get to halftime there and cut into that deficit again. It looks like Denver playing this thing very conservatively right now. The Rams did, in fact, uh, recover that ball. Let's go back out to Tank Williams there. And 13-7 game, eight minutes ago before halftime. That's a big momentum shifter right there, Tank.
5: I mean, huge, and it seems like we've seen this in multiple games today. I mean, I think it happened twice in the Tampa Bay Coast game, for one for each team. But, I mean, when you have an offense that's struggling the way the Rams are, and then you just give them the ball deep in your territory like this. I mean, as we all know, this could be a game changer. I mean, not only for, like, the teams playing the game right now, but for everyone betting right now. i love to see what the numbers are doing right now because if the Rams go in right here and score a touchdown and even this thing up or go ahead with one point, I think that changes the trajectory of the game just based on how momentum impacts these games so much, especially in tight games the way they are right now.
4: Yeah, and I'm not exactly sure what Matt LaFleur is objecting to here. I know that they took a timeout, but I believe all turnovers are reviewed mm-hmm. anyway, so it's not like he can challenge something that they already naturally do here. Mm-hmm. But he's very upset about something that happened on that Randall Cobb play. Well, there's no kick-catch interference here. Randall Cobb had plenty
3: of room to get that football. Yes,
4: yeah, so I'm not exactly sure what the objection is there, but he is meeting with the officials right now. But
3: nevertheless, it looks like we do have a turnover, now one on each side. They just did show a graphic. I believe uh, Green Bay 8-0 when they win the turnover battle this season. Rams 5-0. So, look that's what it's probably going to come down to is it looks like the Rams are going to have this in very good field goal posi- or field position. First and 10 from the Green Bay 25, looking at Bet MGM. Green Bay minus one and a half, 53 and a half on the total. Money line minus 120 pack, even money Rams.
4: Uh, and again, you don't know, really know what the objection is. could be about something completely different because that looked like a pretty clear Yeah, I was punch, trying to look right? on that like, replay what, what, what and see, okay, possibly was, be it, upset about? was
3: it the, the old uh, Halo rule they used to call it in right. terms of... Uh, can't catch interference. Nevertheless, Rochelle recovers the fumble. Rams in business.
4: Okay, so they've got it now. Uh first and ten at the Green Bay twenty five. They try a little trickery. Cooper Cup's gonna try to throw it for uh interesting call there. Looks like they're gonna get a touchdown in this to Van Jefferson. Yeah. So what a play call by Boys. I know you
3: didn't use the word trickeration. I know our buddy Chris I Andrews here. Had Andrew Sports on Twitter said, "No Can we ban the use of trickeration? And I saw that on my Twitter feed. Dave Ross liked this.
4: Yes, and uh, there it is. A great call there. And uh, Cooper Cup, though, he was a college foot, quarterback.
3: Left foot, by the way, on the line Ooh. for Jefferson. So hold the phone on it. It was a terrific effort. Oh, that's going to be tough. Because I think the right foot was in, but the left foot was not.
4: So if the right foot is in, they might be able to, they might still call that a touchdown if the Mm -hmm. right foot got down before the left foot. Mm -hmm. But sadly, you need two of these in the NFL. So this might come back. Again, though, I do like the play call. It's right after a sudden change. You just got the turnover. Clearly, not expecting Cooper Cup here to throw it. Yeah. And it certainly caught the Green Bay we defense. We are going to have a
3: review here, so we'll see if we get it before we go ahead for the break. Man, uh, I got to tell you, what, Cooper Cup, he might be the best quarterback for the Carolina Panthers oh, based my on what we saw
4: earlier. Maybe today. my overplay for Carolina for the rest of the way. If Cooper Cup was quarterback, I'd still be in, I have a fighting chance there. Denver, by the way, they've reached the two minute warning there. Penalty is going to set them back again. Drew Locke right now is at the commands for Denver, but they've got a 14 0 lead. I know Vic Fangio is like, just get me to halftime. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know how aggressive they will be.
3: Vic is fine winning it with defense. He no is question. a defensive coach, been a defensive coordinator for many years in this league. So he's basically telling Drew Locke, okay, just take care of the football.
4: Dude. Okay, and right now 14 7 in Santa Clara as the Vikings still have the lead. Still a ton of time to go there before halftime, nine minutes and 40 seconds. We'll see if that touchdown stands. Slay was reversed by. Okay, way. it did not stand. Come on back. It's the green zone right here in VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The VEASAN Cyber Monday offer is here right now. When you sign up for our $99 mid-season football special, you're also going to receive a $20 credit to the VEASAN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20, to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry up. is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday at VEASAN.com. Slash subscribe. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. This is Green Zone here on VEASAN week number 12. Getting close to halftime, but a big turnover in Denver. As I mentioned before we went to break, Vic Fangio would love to just get to halftime with Drew Locke at 14 nothing. but a big turnover as we go back over to Ben Falks here. I'm oh, going go to go to take Williams here in one second, but right now, Chargers moving it against Denver.
3: Yeah, 38 seconds left to go. Looks like the Chargers are going to take one of their last two timeouts here. So uh, plenty of time to get seven on the board for the Lightning Bolts.
4: Okay, but we will go to Tank Williams right now for the Rams and the Packers. And we mentioned we thought we had a touchdown on the board, but it did get overturned. And then the Rams, uh, what happened, the rest of that possession there, Tank?
5: I mean, pretty much what we've seen, you know, throughout the game where the Rams have struggled to move the ball, whether it's through the air, or on the ground. I mean, so it's going to take a big splash play to Van Jefferson or a trick play from Cooper Cup to Van Jefferson that almost connected but didn't. Those are going to be the big plays where they're going to be able to eat up big chunks of yards and try to get themselves in scoring position. Otherwise, it's going to be tough sledding for that offense. And as you said, I mean, Randall Cobb muffs the uh, punt. Perfect opportunity to go in and score a touchdown, yet they have to settle for a field goal. So I think if you look at the way that these teams are performing in the red zone, minus that one touchdown for Green Bay, I think we're going to see a little bit more conservative play call, a little bit more conservative action. Whereas like Sean McVay went for deep in this red zone in this uh, territory on fourth down. I think those coaches may tend to, you know, be a little bit more conservative in their calls moving forward. Just seeing that both of these defenses are playing pretty well.
4: Okay, so right now thirteen to ten. again, if you had uh, first half over under, boy, it's going to be right there mm-hmm. in the balance going forward. Uh, but again, the Rams did cut into that lead. It's only a three point game. The
3: Rams now, uh, now it, and now it disappears. It goes down to two and a half. It was plus three in the hook, minus a dollar thirty. Total fifty three and a half.
4: Finally, the Chargers get on the board here just before halftime. Let's go back out to Ben Fox. He's over at South Point Casino. And, Ben, boy, look looked like, I mentioned it here, you just felt like Vic Fangio just wanted to get into the house with that 14-0 lead, and they had the ball. But then Drew Locke with an inexplicable turnover that set up this Charger score. You feel like the momentum has now shifted a little bit, Ben?
6: a little bit again you will have to see how much they trust drew lock i think he's thrown about one pass that was down you know 10 yards past uh the line of scrimmage so far but this is a classic example of when you have teddy bridgewater you have the good and the bad right some people say he's too conservative well teddy bridgewater would never have thrown that pass It's second second and 18. It's probably a one-receiver read. The receiver was not open. He tried to force it. It was a terrific interception by Derwin James, but leads to a short field for the Chargers. They end up going in on a little option route for Austin Eckler from about 10 yards out for the touchdown. And it's just a great example of the Broncos' defense had been holding the Chargers all half. They've been running the ball. Just run the ball a couple times, punt the ball deep, and take your chance. Instead, there's a turnover, potentially a game-changing one. Chargers now
3: in seven Broncos now minus one and a half, 44 and a half minus a dollar 20 on the money line, even money on the lightning bolts. And look, this is a crucial game because when you look at the division, Kansas city now has taken the lead seven and four mm-hmm. chargers, just a half game back, but the chargers in their favor two and zero in the division. Meanwhile, Denver zero and one. So look, I know these divisional games, you only play six of them now in this 18 games, 18 week schedule, but those are still the tiebreakers when it comes to who is going to get that playoff spot in that division title.
4: No question about it. And, again, I mentioned that when it was 14-0, you could have gotten the Chargers at plus 6.5, probably would have hopped in in-game there. It really does come down to me, and that was when Drew Locke still is a quarterback. We did see Teddy Bridgewater come back to the sideline, so at least he's out of the locker room. And let's see if he can go here in the uh, when they do get to halftime now. The Broncos are getting the ball back. Still 31 fun. seconds to go here before halftime. And
3: this is that momentum thing we talk about yes. with the eight. You cannot turn the football over there, which Drew Locke did. And and plus, by the way, Denver had the ball first, so Chargers going to get the ball first in the second half. This could be tied up in a hurry.
4: That could be very interesting development there. But right now, let's go back out to Sean Green watching the Vikings and the 49ers. And again, a quick start, but it looks like the defense is trying to settle in a little bit here, Sean.
7: Yeah, uh a little scoring early on, but it's cooled off after that. If you have uh if you're if you've been watching red zone, probably not seeing a lot of this uh, Vikings 49ers game right now. Not much to report uh recently, although uh, 49ers on the move a little bit, got a first and ten at their own 40 as they're down seven, about six minutes left to go. It looks like Cousins is on pace to hit his uh yardage on the over. It looks like Jefferson Thielen as well. On the other side, though, Jimmy Garoppolo. Debo Samuel, not much as far as uh, passing yards, and of course the, the the big difference in the game right now remains that Jimmy Garoppolo interception. Okay, so let's see
4: uh, what's going to happen there before halftime. We did just see a huge play in Green Bay on a third and two, where Aaron Rodgers finds his main man Devontae Adams for a big hitter. They are now deep into LA territory again. Right now, the Packers. With that 13 to 10 lead, but it looks like they are primed for more.
3: Yeah, Ramsey got beat again. This is the this is the All Pro here, uh, not having a very uh, good first half to cover himself in glory. Exactly.
4: Let's go back to our DB right here, Tank Williams, talking about this, and this is why we love talking about this with you, Tank, because it's the game within the game, and you got a really good receiver in Devontae Adams, and we know how good Jalen Ramsey is, but he can get got, as you said earlier in the game, he just got got.
5: Well, actually looking at it, it looked like they had another player on Devontae Adams. Devontae was lined up in the slot. Looked like Jalen was outside. He took advantage of the slot corner right there. But that being said, I will ask ask the question, like, why wouldn't you have Jalen Ramsey on Devontae Adams the entire game? I mean, we've seen so many corners back in the day where you're talking about Darrell Reeves and these other guys that shadow the best wide receiver on the opposing team. And I know Jalen has that in his skill set. So why isn't he doing it in this pivotal game where Green Bay really doesn't have anybody to throw it to besides Devontae Adams? I don't know why. I don't know why you don't do that. But that being said, yeah, that was Devontae Adams. Great route. Took advantage of the cornerback in the slot. Aaron Rodgers throws the dime per usual. And now it looks like they may be able to go in and get seven.
4: And it looks like they just did to Randall Cobb, who's having uh, a huge game so far in this first half. So it's gonna be nineteen ten Green Bay PAT pending.
3: Yeah, it was Dion, by the way, the slot corner that put them in business there. Ramsey was just a little late on the help. But nevertheless, Randall Cobb gets a touchdown here. It's going to be 19-10, PAT pending. Uh, Rams just look, they're not getting pressure on Aaron Rodgers. And when this team can get pressure... They can be in business. They do have one sack, but that's not going to be enough. You give him time, he's going to find his guys. So, PAT pending here. Green Bay about to go back up 10.
4: And on that touchdown, again, to your point about no pressure, I'm looking for 99. They're single-blocking Aaron uh, Aaron Donald right now. And mm-hmm. So far, we've only seen well, him involved in the running Well, and game. we
3: saw that playoff game last year when he went out of that game because this is a rematch of what we saw in terms of the divisional playoff round. Packers got the win. When Donald went out of that game, that game turned on a dime. Mm -hmm. But so far, not being as much of a difference maker in terms of the pass rush, he's getting stops up the middle in the running game.
4: Okay, so we'll keep an eye there. Uh, We are right now not to halftime, certainly in two other games, the 49ers and the Vikings. Let's get back to Ben Fox over at South Point because they are at the half between the Chargers and the Broncos. We mentioned maybe the momentum shift here. Uh, Chargers get the ball here to start the second half, Ben, but Boy, that's not the way Vic Fangio wanted this first half to end.
6: No, it isn't. And it's just, again, that reminder of you can take away so much of a great first half with just one mistake. And you have a cold quarterback coming in, didn't know he was going to play. Just run the ball, just punt it, rely on your defense, which is what Denver usually does. I think the second half really comes down to how much do you believe in Drew Locke? Because... You're not necessarily, if the Chargers, going to worry about him passing as much. You can load the box against that rushing attack, which was shredding them in the first half. And Justin Herbert seemed to settle in a little bit having that extra drive. As I said, just didn't have that many possessions in the first half. So a little bit more optimistic of that pregame Chargers bet minus two and a half that I had. I think you'd probably want to see maybe one drive and see what Drew Locke looks like in the third quarter here.
4: And that's, that's going to be the key here for Denver going forward because when Teddy 2 goes in is in the game, they were controlling this football game. Then he goes out, Drew Lock throws that bad pick, and all of a sudden, to Ben's point, that first half switches on a dime. So, yes, you have the lead, 14-7, but I think the visitors have the momentum coming out in the second half. Yeah,
3: they certainly do, and uh, we're waiting on the uh, official half timeline. Right now at BetMGM, minus one and a half in the in game for Denver. So that basically makes Chargers minus five and a half for the second half total. 44-and-a-half, so 23-and-a-half for the second.
4: Okay, and again, in the other two games still going on, we saw an interesting attempt by Kyle Shanahan to jumpstart his offense, which which kind of failed here, and it looked like a, a double throwback, if you will. But they are moving the ball right now into Minnesota territory. They've got the ball at about the 32-yard line. They've got a third down, still two-and-a-half minutes to go there. But the Packer game, which we thought might be go scoring uh, not so much now, 20-10 to 10 is that first-half total. Has gone over, and the Rams now still trying to get back. Fifty-seven
3: in the Mets. and a half, the current in-game total. Pack minus six and a half, minus a dollar ten. Currently at BetMGM.
4: Okay, so again, let's we'll see if the Rams can get more points before the half here, and it's currently. A two-score game. The Niners still trying to get more plays off before they hit the two-minute warning. So don't go anywhere when we come back. Zach Jack Jackson's gonna join us here. Talk about the Browns in their big time matchup with the Ravens. We'll delve deeper when you come back with us right here in the Green Zone on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm the king of sportsbooks. Welcome to you, the Lock of the Year. Simply place a $10 high wager on any pro football game. If any team scores a touchdown, you're going to win $200 in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VC200 when you make your very first wager. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM special offers all season long. Download the app or go to betmgm.com. Use the bonus code VC200 to win $200 in free bets if any team simply scores a touchdown. Eligibility restrictions to apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager new customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire in seven days from issuance please gamble responsibly if you have a problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in mississippi and nevada dave ross alongside west reynolds here in the green zone on visa one game here in the afternoon window is officially at halftime you've got numbers the Broncos leading 14 to 7.
3: Chargers minus 4 minus a buck 20 for the second half, 23 and a half on the total, that makes it basically 44 and a half for the game at BetMGM. Meanwhile, the Rams are going to come back 135 left to go, second goal down 20 to 10. San Francisco with the ball final minute here in the first half against the Vikings 14-7 Vikes.
4: So we will update all of those as they do get to halftime, but right now it is a pleasure to welcome in Zach Jackson, he of course on Twitter at @actrin Jackson covers the Browns and an NFL writer for The Athletic joins us now. Zach, great to have you on the program. We know you were at the game in Baltimore for the Browns tonight. Right now, the Browns getting three points over under is set at 47. Now, what do you make of the Browns? It looks like they got good news injury-wise. How close is this team to being healthy for this big tilt tonight in Baltimore?
9: Uh, you know, as far as having the bodies, they're as healthy as they've been since week one. I don't think the receiving core, though, is is fully healthy. I, I think Landry and Peoples Jones are good enough to play, but we've seen about forty percent of Jarvis Landry, and I mean this guy is so valuable and so productive, and it's just not there. He's just not healthy. He he injured the knee in week two. He came back and played, and late in a game, the Browns won. He took another shot on it, and he has not been the same since. So, it's huge getting back Kareem Hunt. It's potentially huge getting back Jack Conklin. This is one of the best offensive lines in the league. But the quarterback really has no business being out there. Uh, he's playing through three injuries, and the receiving core has been both bad and banged up, too. So, um, you know, you see why it's so important that Kareem Hunt is back, because he can do so much, and they need him to do so much for this offer.
3: Zach, last time these two teams met, of course, was that December game where uh, – Lamar uh, had to take a little run to the locker room, uh, came back out for <laughs> Trace McSorley, and then threw that touchdown to Hollywood Brown. 47-42, to final score Baltimore in Cleveland. Uh, what do you expect this time around? Do you expect another high-scoring game, or do you expect, because of what you mentioned, now with Conklin back, Kareem Hunt back, a very run-heavy Browns attack tonight?
9: Yeah, that, that was an all-time shootout, and I expect the opposite. You know, I think... Um, the Ravens' offensive tackles uh, will struggle against the Browns' defensive ends. I think we all know the Ravens have struggled to run the ball at all outside of Lamar, you know, just kind of doing it himself. And I think the Browns will be a conservative attack. It will be a run-heavy attack. So, you know, I think the Browns envision themselves winning 20-17 to or, or 21-19, something along those lines, and I think they'll try to play accordingly. So, you know, last December they were really gunning it. They were, they were still a run team. Um, you know, they still had – major pieces that made the run game work and opened up everything else but i think tonight it's going to be extra you know the intent being that that kareem hunt gets his opportunities to spell nick chubb but the nick chubb gets 20 or 25 carries and if he gets over 100 the browns have to feel like they'll be in it
4: all right talking with zach jackson of course covers the browns for the athletics so zach i gotta ask you about baker mayfield Because a couple weeks ago, it looks like he kind of challenged the fans there in Cleveland. We know, obviously, it's an option year, and they have to figure out whether or not they want to pay this guy or if he's going to walk in free agency. Uh, What is the status of Baker Mayfield as a starting quarterback of the Cleveland Browns? Is this, in fact, his team, or do you feel like he's just holding on and potentially they might move on from him if this season doesn't go the way they thought in the preseason?
9: Well, the option is guaranteed, so he's going to make 19 million next year. That's a pretty big engagement ring, right? Even if they don't want to uh, to marry him. So, you know, I, I don't know. I think just not just the guarantee, but I think the lack of realistic options points to Baker uh, being the quarterback next year. And I think when you look at how he played late last year and how he played Week One before suffering the first of three injuries uh, in Week Two, you know, I think that they they can justify that and they can say they can go. I mean, they've built a really good offense around him. This is the first time he's played in the same system. They expected him to take off, and and guys, you know, I I, I have questions about his overall uh, ability to raise the level, you know, to be a guy that that wins games for you late, but he is playing through significant injury and has been limited and it's limited the offense and then you had the receiver injuries and it's not all on him it's never on one guy but but his struggles are not all on him so it's disappointing and yes it hangs over everything the organization does because he is the quarterback and they would love to give him that money because it means he earned it but but an extension right now you know, here in late November, uh, is absolutely out of the question. And we'll see how the rest of the season goes, how he handles it and how they handle it. But, you know, he needs to play better, and and we'll see that it could still go a number of ways uh, this season. And, And, you know, in terms of them exploring their options when February and March roll around.
3: Zach, I know the Browns have had a couple high-scoring games, and the defense didn't look that great in New England a couple weeks ago. But if you look at the numbers, they've been pretty solid this year. The defense, I think, has kept them in a lot of games. May have won them a couple games, including last week against Detroit. Fourth best in terms of total defense. Uh in terms, in terms of the health, they seem to get healthy. Uh, be getting healthy on that side of the ball as well with uh, looks like McKinley back, Owusu Karamoa is going to be back. So uh, what do you expect that that game plan is going to be for the Browns' defense with Lamar coming back from that injury?
9: Yeah, I mean, tonight it has to be the defensive line getting back there, right? And get Lamar before he can make you look silly, uh, put him into must-pass <laughs> situations. You know, the Browns are a good team. They, they have good pieces, and, and you've seen it. You just haven't seen it consistently. The defense has flat dominated two games, one of them being Minnesota, who's a pretty good team. Another one being Cincinnati, who's a pretty good team, right? It just consistently hasn't been there. They've gotten beat on simple misdirections, on simple screens. I think teams know the pass rush is coming, so they run the ball right up the middle. Um, you know, they, they run quick little screens and take advantage of that. The Ravens have not handled the blitz real well. Um, the Browns are not a huge blitzing team, but the Browns, you know, like I said, they have good players and they feel like that Miles Garrett can wreck games. They've seen him do it, right? They drafted a Wusu because they feel like he can close on Lamar Jackson. Denzel Ward is playing at a really high level. They have the pieces. And, and I think as this line has dropped through the week. I thought, well, the Ravens aren't playing well, but the Browns should be healthy on defense. They have Kareem Hunt back. They have most of their guys. And I do expect their best efforts tonight. I just think, Based on what we've seen, the defensive inconsistencies and the offense being limited, I'm not sure that best effort will be enough.
4: You know, it's interesting, Zach, because you don't see this as kind of a scheduling quirk here where they play the, the uh, they play the Ravens this week, then have the bye week and then play them again coming off the bye. You don't want to say that it hangs in the balance, these two games here for Supremacy in the AFC North, but I'm sure the guys have looked ahead and they know they're going to see this team basically two out of the next three weeks.
9: Yeah, and it, it is weird and I think it you know, talking about it back since the spring of what it might affect, but the Browns have painted themselves into a corner. I mean, it guys, if they get beat tonight, they're down two and a half games with five left. Right, and they'd be six and six. They'd be well out of the wild card race too. So they know they have to get this one. Um and, and with the guys coming back, with the chance to, to really run the ball and for that defense to rebound from from a couple of bad efforts. I mean, the defense was good last week, but the defense really rebound from some shaky efforts, I guess. It, it was only three weeks ago that Cincinnati game, but in Browns' turn, it feels like three years ago. <laughs> um, I, I think that they feel like the defense and Nick Chubb can win a form tonight and we're a few hours from finding out.
3: Zach, you mentioned Cincinnati, and they get a big win. I think kind of unexpected 41-10 to over the Pittsburgh Steelers to win by that much of a margin. We keep waiting for Cincinnati to come back to earth. Are they coming back to earth, Zach?
9: No, you know, I think their offense is really good. And clearly their defense is better. Now, it was starting pretty low, right? But I, I think the world is Joe Burrow. I think those young receivers are good. And they moved the ball like crazy the day the Browns beat them. Uh, what happened is Denzel Ward took one back 99 yards. Um, Baker played his best game. In two months, and even as they hung around in the third quarter, Nick Chubb just got a, got away and went on a seventy-yard run. Where like most guys that's a ten, fifteen-yard run, but Nick Chubb just has that extra gear. That's what he did. So that, the Browns played really well that day. But I came away thinking that the Bengals um, were still a playoff team, and, and I think they're so young and so new that they can, can, you know, really only get better over these next few weeks. I think they have two home. I think today was the first of three straight home games, right? So they're thinking they can win the division.
4: Yeah, absolutely, uh, Zach. Really appreciate the time. And again, follow him on Twitter at Akron Jackson. Does a great job covering the Browns uh, as an NFL writer for the Athletic. Uh, Zach, appreciate it, man. Enjoy the game. We'll catch up again sometime down the
9: road. All right, talk to you guys soon. Thank okay, you, Zach. Okay,
4: so uh, we are. We're still not at halftime yet in Green Bay, but the Rams got the football back now. Twenty seventeen. There, thirty seconds to go. before Yeah, halftime. two
3: timeouts. They're going to be pinned deep. We'll see what Sean McVay elects to do. We are at halftime in San Francisco. Was about to mention, Minnesota Vikings have given up 59 points in the final two minutes of a half this season. That is the most in the NFL. Add seven more to that because the 49ers do get the score, 14-14. to San Francisco, minus
4: three for the second half, 24 your second half total. And the Chargers right now, the first possession of the third quarter, they just got a defensive holding to kind of bail them out a little bit, so... 13 and a half minutes to go, they've got it at the 45-yard line, down by 7. we got much more to get to. Al Galdi's going to join us later on in this show to talk about the Washington football team. Come on back, it's the Green Zone on VEASAN, the sports betting network.